Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's Mash Mervis time. Let's discuss on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. Today is Saturday, May 6th. I am Frank Sample, joined by Scott White. And normally we, we do Scott's five prospects on the verge. But this week, you wrote your prospect report a little bit earlier. And guess what? Matt Mervis got the call. So let's just talk about him. Uh, lots of power. Doesn't strike out very much. Great on base skills, Scott. 45% rostered is Matt Mervis. What are you expecting in his debut with the Cubs? Well, I feel like it's hard to expect anything from any prospect call-up the way this year has gone, really the way the last few years have gone. Not a lot of consistency there. I have more hope for Matt Mervis than most, I will say, just because he seems so polished as a hitter, not the least of which being uh, because he is 25 years old already. So he's more experienced than most first-time call-ups, having spent some time in college. Also, strikeout rate, he's maintained a low strikeout rate throughout his minor league career, below 20% the last couple years, which is very good for a power hitter. Um, Also, he has transitioned so easily from level to level, like no let up in the performance as he's climbed the ladder. And so I'm hoping that continues in the majors as well. Matt Mervis led the minors in extra base hits last year with 36 home runs, 40 doubles. He led the minors also in total bases. He was among the leaders in RBI with 119. So there's a lot to like here for Matt Mervis, especially in points leagues. Uh, I don't think you can just assume he's going to be somebody you can plug at first base and leave him there the rest of the season, but certainly worth picking up as a potential lottery ticket. A question I keep getting, Scott, is would you rather have Matt Mervis or Christian Encarnacion Strand of the Cincinnati Reds who hit three more home runs in a game on Thursday night? Yeah, I I mean, I think it has to be Mervis just because we know he's coming up. And he does seem like a more well-rounded hitter, less opportunity for things to go wrong. But I'm very excited about Christian Encarnacion Strand, too. He's up to seven home runs in 10 minor league games this year after being a total masher last year, too. And this spring, he hit over 500 with four very loud home runs. Like The power seems to be top of the scale here for Christian Encarnacion Strand. Of course, he's going to play in the best park for home runs once he does reach the Reds. I don't see why that wouldn't happen in short order here, considering they're playing Spencer Steer at first base right now. We haven't heard any updates on Joey Votto in a couple weeks. Uh, It could happen tomorrow in Encarnacion Strand. We hear he's coming up. So if you missed out on Mervis, go ahead and stash Encarnacion Strand, who is eligible at third base, by the way, even though he would play first base once he reached the majors. 
All right, the five prospects that are on the periphery. These are just prospects doing something as of note as of late. And we'll start with Christopher Morell of the Cubs, Junior Caminero with the Tampa Bay Rays, Jonathan Classe with the Mariners, Ben Brown with the Cubs, and Sterling Thompson with the Rockies. Scott, I know the Cubs just called up Matt Mervis, but I looked at the numbers for Christopher Morell the other day. He is crushing it in the minors. Yeah, insane. He's batting about 360. His OPS is about 1,300. And of course, he's not really a prospect anymore. He got 379 at-bats in the majors last year, but I went ahead and put him in here because you have numbers like that. I mean, they're worth shining a light on. Uh, And and because he was on the 40-man roster already, there was some speculation he would get the call before Mervis. Clearly, it didn't happen. And I think it's telling that it didn't happen because Morell fell out of favor with the Cubs last year because the strikeout rate was exorbitant. And, and for as productive as he is at AAA right now, still a really high strikeout rate, almost 30%. Mm. Versatile guy, has some speed, but there are big flaws here as well. And I don't know that he's somebody you need to be stashing and redraft, even though there's a good chance he's up soon. That's Christopher Morel. Junior Caminero is one of the biggest prospect risers this year for the Rays, a 19-year-old with Major league quality of contact, very high exit velocities, and uh, he that that power is shining through for him this year. He's as a 19 year old, he's taken that big step forward with the power production. Eight um, entered Thursday with eight home runs and less than 80 at bats, so he's rising the rankings very quickly. Jonathan Class A, who you mentioned for the Mariners, an outfielder, he stole. Uh, 55 bases last year. So he had a lot of speed. We already knew Class A had that going for him. But he's another guy who appears to be to have added a lot of power this year. Small guy, only five foot nine. So how will he sustain that as he moves into the upper levels? That remains to be seen. Also, the strikeout rate is kind of high for somebody who's still an A-ball, but the the scope of the skills here for Jonathan for Jonathan Class A makes him a fascinating option in dynasty leagues. Ben Brown, six foot six pitcher for the Cubs, came over in the David Robertson deal from the Phillies last year, and it was dominating at Double A early on. Just moved up to Triple A and turned in a great start there. So he is a pitching prospect on the rise. And real quickly, Sterling Thompson of the Rockies was a supplemental first round pick last year. Tremendous contact skills sort of a uh, a Jeff McNeil type in that way but he's six foot four and has the foundation to add power in a way Jeff McNeil doesn't so he's batting nearly 500 so far in the lower minors is, is Sterling Mart is Sterling Thompson excuse me set to move up a level and somebody who needs to be on your radar in dynasty leagues All right, for more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Odyssey app, or anywhere else podcasts are found. Thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, and we'll be back again next week. Bye-bye. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best 
stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.